is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, <laughs> we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm looking forward to bringing today's guest to our show. Bridget Murphy started her sales and marketing career in Manhattan, working for entertainment giants, including Disney and News Digital Media, which is, you know, Fox, The Simpsons. Using her connections from her relationships and clients, she launched Envision Promotions, a partner marketing firm to help businesses by aligning with a complementary company. Envision cultivates marketing partnerships with the biggest brands in retail, consumer product goods, and entertainment categories. And I love this. I really do. And I can't wait to hear all about how this all came about. So Bridget, with that being said, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Oh, thank you so much, Dory. I'm so excited to be here. It'll be a fun conversation today. I'm looking forward to it. And I would love for you to take us on your journey because again, you know, you... Here you are working for these big companies and decide, nah, but it's just start my own. So take us on that journey. Well, don't you wish it was that easy? I know, I right? Was working for Manhattan. <laughs> I was working in Manhattan and um, I will say this. I um, am from Columbus, Ohio, originally uh, one of six kids. I joke that I'm the upper middle of six. I'm the third born. And I knew when I graduated college that I wanted to go to a big city. That was my goal. A lot of my friends had goals to get a job with a particular organization. I just wanted to go to a big city. So I was lucky enough to land in Manhattan and I worked there for a few years, scraping by, trying to uh, make ends meet. And then I was lucky enough to get a job at Disney. It only took me seven interv interviews, Dory, to get that job. And, um, that, and that's a story in itself. Once I started working at Disney, it was fantastic. I feel like I really met my tribe. I still to this day am close friends with so many women that I worked with um, back in the day at Disney. And it was such an education, smart, creative, brilliant people. Um, I was doing ad sales for dot-com. It was during the dot-com boom. And I was on planes going to meet corporations and I was bringing these relationships together. And so that's really where the foundation for Envision Promotions started was through cultivating these partnerships um, and relationships all at Disney. I was at Disney for a couple of years. I left Disney because uh, Disney started to break up the dot-com. So family went under family.com. Disney ended up taking the corporate headquarters back to LA. And I ended up getting a job at what was then called News Digital Media. As you mentioned, it was wonderful because they had every major Fox brand underneath one umbrella. So I could talk to companies about Fox News. I could talk to companies about the entertainment arm. And then we had Simpsons and some other crazy shows as well. So there wasn't many companies I couldn't go after from a sales standpoint. And I really enjoyed it. And that's when I started climbing the corporate ladder at 
at um, Disney, I was senior director before I left. And then I went to Fox and started cultivating my own team. And then the dot-com boom. I mean, they uh, they broke up a news digital media like they did at Disney. And I, ended up, I was interviewing um, underneath the different silos for each organization. So I was having job interviews at fox.com and I was having job interviews underneath the entertainment umbrella. And I didn't want to work for either one. I didn't want to work in a really narrow um, vertical. At the time I met my husband, this hottie hockey player, and he was also interviewing for jobs. And he ended up landing a job with the Columbus Blue Jackets back in my hometown. So next thing I know, we pack up, moved back to Columbus, Ohio, and um, I just didn't fit. I, I had a couple of jobs with agencies here. Uh, I, I was trying to find my footing after working at these huge entertainment companies. And my group of friends at Disney were like, why don't you just start your own? Like it was a, I could wave my wand and just start <laughs> my own company. Uh, well, it ended up being just like that. I, I uh, was working at an organization here in Columbus. It was, I was unhappy. I didn't feel like I fit. I uh, was working really hard and not really getting anywhere. I, I'm sure you can understand that this is a, I'm sure a common feeling for a lot of women. Um, so I did, I, I, I got pregnant with my daughter and I talked to my husband and I thought, you know what, why not give it a shot? What's the worst that could happen? At least I could uh, make ends meet while I had my daughter and was getting her set up in life and and so I did. I started Envision Promotions. Um, it's actually really funny. I remember taking Maggie in her car seat to office to to select my URL and to establish my company. And she was crying. My company was supposed to be called Imagine. And Imagine ended up being taken. So the woman behind the counter gave pity on me. And we Google searched other words that were in the same vein as Imagine. And that's how the vision came about. I mean, wow. taking that name, I selected that URL and Envision was born. I don't think anyone knows that. That's funny. Anyway, so yeah, I started Envision. I called a bunch of my old friends and said, this is what I'm doing. This is my experience. Um, my friend that worked at Disney that ended up over at Nickelodeon, I secured a meeting with her. I got on a plane with my breast pump. I flew to um, Manhattan. I took her out to lunch and I did this huge presentation about why she could work with me and I had very little overhead and I would work really hard for her and I could do the job that I had been doing previously and we knew each other and she started laughing and I remember her looking at me and saying, why did you get on a plane? Of course I'll give you your business. And so my first client for Envision Promotions was Nickelodeon. Wow. Yeah, I did a Nickelodeon deal where we took content from Nickelodeon we recreated it, repurposed it for uh, one of their clients, which was McDonald's. So my the first deal that I put together was a program between McDonald's and Nickelodeon. It was wow, gee, nothing like right? starting at the bottom, Bridget, and trying <laughs> to work your way up to some companies, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, it was really kind of magical, and and it paved the way for all of these other partnerships. It, it really sort of established. Uh, the capabilities for Envision. We have a, a very unique niche in that it's a marketing partnership organization, but it's fascinating. It sort of uh, became what it is on its own, right? So companies would uh, come to us looking for partnerships to grow their businesses or to launch a new product or to tap a new market 
or to grow their database or to age up or age down for a particular initiative that they're working on or to launch a movie or video game or whatever it might be. And we will go out and just secure the partner that they wanted and uh, they would co-market. So the beauty of partnerships is a little different in that both companies participate so that they both can grow. So they share data, they both promote on their websites, they both promote on social. Oftentimes they'll do ad spend. So there's commercials with both brands in the commercial, but it sort of evolved into that from that Nickelodeon McDonald's experience. That is so amazing to me. I mean, mm -hmm. it really is. And, and the fact that you did this while you were pregnant, you know, <laughs> it really just goes to show that when you have the passion to do something, if you have the guts enough to do it, because we can have lots of passion, but you have yeah. to have the guts to take the chance. And like you said, what's the worst thing that happens? It doesn't work. Let's face it. People talk themselves out of their dreams. Oh, because it'll be this and oh, it'll be that and oh, it'll be. And they pull all of the negative stuff out of it. So I love that you were just like, what the heck? You know? Well, you know, I have to tell you, Dory, so much of it has to do with the fact that after working at Disney, like I said before, I had my tribe. So when you surround yourself with people and you have cheerleaders in your corner, you know, I had, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I was a great salesperson, but I didn't know how to start a company. I didn't know billing. I didn't know how to project manage. There were so many aspects of starting a company that terrified me. And, and I didn't know if I could do it. But when you have people in your corner that were constantly cheering me on and telling me that they're, uh, you know, just try it, just try it. Um, it really made a, such a difference for me starting out. And I was nervous, you know, I remember um, with the first first deal, I was doing all my own bookkeeping. Dory, I should never be taking care <laughs> of the books. That is not my strong suit. I mean, at all. And so I um, talked to some of my friends, we would have these uh, question sessions where I would vent what was going on and we would all brainstorm and they kept saying, why don't you hire a bookkeeper? Well, I don't know how to do that. How do you hire a bookkeeper? And uh, so I did, I interviewed a bunch of different bookkeepers. I found a woman because it was really important to me. I love surrounding myself with smart women. And uh, I remember her, she, she only worked for me a few hours a week, but her, um, the expense to pay her was more than it was equivalent to my mortgage. And I was so terrified to spend that money. And I, I wrote the first check and I handed her my books and it was the best decision I ever made. It took so much fear and work off of my plate in order for me to do what I do best, which is partnerships, which is bringing these brands together, which is negotiating um, programs that really work for both brands. Like that's what I love doing. That's, that's my happy place. The mark of a good leader, in my personal opinion, my humble opinion is putting the right people in place because time is money. And when you first begin a business, you're working in your business, every yes. aspect of it. When you can grow to where you're working on your business, then you look at what your time is worth. And if you're stuck doing something that isn't in your wheelhouse, it's going to take you longer than it's going to take somebody that this is what they do. 
And now you're losing money because you're not out doing what you're supposed to be doing. So I think it's really smart. And I think that people need to realize that because they look at their business and they think it's an expense and it's not, it's actually an investment in your business because it's the only way to really be able to grow exponentially. If you want to keep things small and you want to just stay in this little tiny niche, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I am not somebody that it's like, no, 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 you have to be a multi-billion dollar company. No, some people are very happy with being a very small entity. They have a select group of people they work with and that's it. That's as big as they want to be. You, I can feel from you, it's like, no, I can be as big as I want and I want to be big, you know? So I love that you're doing that. It's so funny you say that because I did, I grew to a certain level where I was comfortable, but I was also had the ability to be a mom. So uh, the first few years of owning Envision, I worked from home. And this is, you know, years before the pandemic when it was okay. Because I remember taking calls in my laundry room when the kids were crying and trying to be quiet and hide and make it seem like I was at an office. And, um, you know, I remember when I, uh, about five years after um, I had my daughter, I was, I was pregnant with my son almost immediately following. So my daughter, my son is, uh, I got pregnant with my son and he's 18 months um, old, younger than my, my daughter. So I had two kids really quick. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to stay home with them when they were little. And then I could not wait to get my first office. And I did, I rented a teeny little space because I found that if I wanted to grow, and continue to grow in vision, I couldn't do it from my, you know, upstairs bedroom. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I got my first office and now I'm continuing to grow. So I think that's part of it for someone like me. It's uh, the evolution. You, I, I always want to see what else I can do and how to push myself. On that note, think of what Bridget just said. We are going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be right back here on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. In 2017, Unsilenced Voices was formed to help survivors of domestic abuse and gender-based violence worldwide. The organization currently serves Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Ghana, and the USA. In 2022, Unsilenced Voices gifted over $33,000 to survivors in the USA. And in Sierra Leone, there are over 26 young girls who have been rescued from sex trafficking and domestic abuse and now going through vocational training school in order to better their lives. We need your help. Donations are critical in order for us to continue our work. We also need volunteers to help with research and development. Please visit unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag 
so you know you come home safely. Check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Bridget Murphy about Envision Promotions. I love what you said. And, you know, it's so fun. I've been a mompreneur since 1994. And my kids, I have three kids that were under the age of five. So I can totally appreciate. And I got divorced. My kids were six, four, and two. Never in daycare, never with babysitters. I worked around them when they were with their dad and stuff. And I'll never forget, I was working on a, a thing for a client that I had way back when I started, I had, had a marketing company, DRC, Dan, Rob, Courtney. Those are my kids' names. And that's where it came <laughs> up, great. DRC Marketing. You know? That's great. And I was, I'm working on something. My son was nine and everything disappeared on my computer. And I was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And my son's like, mom, what's the matter? I said, I don't know. I don't know what happened. He goes, would you get up please? And I can, let me see. I said, sure. I get up. And he goes, oh, here it is. Okay, mom, I've saved it for you here. I've saved it for you there. And um, thank you, you know, because he was nine. And of course he knew how to use computers. I was brand new at it. It was like my middle son. One time I was working on a graph for a client. I was ready to throw my computer out the window. <laughs> and my son's like, what's the matter, mom? And I said, I need to do a graph. And I, I, I've been working on it for six hours. I was six hours. And he goes, well, excuse me, please. Let me, let me see. And he pulls up the thing and he's like, do you want a pie? Do you want a blind? Do you want this? Do you want a bar graph? It was, so here are my kids, you know, teaching me. So I totally respect you starting at home and then being in a place where, nope, it is because I, I totally understand how much easier it is when you get to go to the office. Because there's something about it. It's funny. Um, I love being here because when I'm here, I just work. Um, there's no distraction. I, I come in, I know what I'm supposed to do. But I, I remember when my kids were little, I would make an appointment every day at three. I would drive my car home, meet my kids at the bus, and then walk from the bus stop to the house because that was one of the only times in the day where they would just chitter chatter, right? They tell you everything about their day. It was like a magical moment. And I would walk them to the house and meet the nanny and then I would go back to work because I would get my fill. I felt like I could be a little bit of a mom and then I would go back and I would get my work done. And I have a, I already mentioned I'm one of six kids. One of my sisters is a stay at home mom. And I was so grateful for her because she always told me all the doctors to go to and where to take your kids and all the camps. Like I felt like I had a built-in um, wingman that could help me parent, right? Whatever I needed, I always had someone to call and she was fabulous. Um, but I always thought I was a better mom because I could get some work done and then come back and put on my mom cape, right? So I could be that fun mom. I could have an absolute blast with my kids. But I still got to go to work and fill my own cup, um, use my mind in a certain way, because being a mom is super ungrateful. It is a really hard job. I think it's one of the hardest. Uh, oh, but are yeah, you I, kidding? I, I, and it's one of the thankless jobs. One of the most thankless jobs. Yes. It's 100%. interesting. I interviewed a woman, Valerie Corcoral, and she wrote a book, Manage Like a Mother. She worked for Disney in France. And she wrote this book because women sell themselves short. Like your sister, who's been a full-time mom. Oh, well, now my kids are grown and gone, but I don't have any skills. Are you kidding? You have time management. You have, 
you know, organizational skills, budgeting, all of the things, conflict resolution, all of the things you have to do with planning, meal planning, travel planning, all of these things you have no idea. And, and women are like, uh, oh yeah, I never thought of it like that because we yes, do, we kind of sell ourselves short. Oh, I just, I'm just a stay at home mom. You're in everything. Yeah. But th- think about how, um, there are no awards. You don't close the deal. Right. You don't get to sign the contract. You don't get to put the money in your bank. You're, you know, you take really good care of your kids. You love your kids. She worked so hard. She has three kids and it's, it's thankless. Just like you said, it's thankless. Yep. You work so hard, but you don't, I mean, mm-hmm. she has great kids. Her kids are phenomenal, but so are mine. Mine seem to come out. Okay. You know, even yep. with me working. But yeah. You know what? It's, it, it's an amazing thing because let's face it, it enables her husband to do all of the things that he has to do. Yes. Because you don't have to worry about childcare. You don't have to worry about this. Who's picking the kids up? What if they're sick? Oh my gosh, I have to take the day off. All of the different things. So, you know, it's that juggling act. But I love, again, I love that you've grown your business from your bedroom to your office. Mm-hmm. Why, I have to ask, in going in what you are doing, because you're working with these big brands and things, why are the big brands looking for the little guys? So it's actually a little bit in the reverse. Well, the big brands are always looking for the little guys because they need the content. The little guys are unique in that they have this very engaging content that um, the consumer wants. The um, the little guys tend to have a very strong following. Um, they believe in the brand. They, uh, you know, they love that they're nimble and easy to work with. Little brands are super creative. Um, and the big brands are constantly looking out for ways to communicate with the consumer and keep them engaged. I mean, everyone knows, you know, Coca-Cola and everybody knows Disney, but there's always an opportunity for them to get really tightly engaged with uh, that very niche consumer, if that makes sense. It does. It does. And what is the, with, when you're talking about partner marketing, you know, I've done bartering, I've done all kinds of things. Talk more about partner marketing. I want to hear about this. So we, we coined part I don't think we coined partner marketing. We started using partner marketing at inception with Envision because that's essentially what we did. We, we are like a dating service for corporations, right? So we bring brands together so that they can share their media. And when we started doing this, it was a little unusual. Um, a lot of big brands don't need someone like Envision because they have so many companies coming to them wanting to work with them. Um, but one of the things that we started doing was we not only work with the big brands, but we also work with the little guys. And the little guys don't often think they have a lot to bring to the table, when in reality, they really do. The big brands want the little guys and the little guys want the exposure. You know, if you can do a partnership with a large organization, a Fortune 500 company, imagine the exposure that you're going to get to their consumer, especially if it's, we've done all kinds of crazy cool promotions where um, Cranium Games was one of our clients for many years before they were purchased by Hasbro. As a matter of fact, the Nickelodeon um, friend of mine that gave me my first gig, she became director of marketing at Cranium and took us with her. And we started... um, working with Cranium Games in the, the, we could do so many cool partnerships because Cranium had this amazing content. They had um, trivia and um, 
game elements that we could use anywhere. We were the first program to get exposure on all 20 million boxes of post cereal at the same time because Cranium Game had content that spoke to kids that were two and to kids that were 92. That was one of the largest programs Post has ever done. And Cranium Games sold through over 50,000 games in the first week. We actually sold too many games. We had to create more games and get them back in inventory because the program was so successful. But Cranium Games was a blast. We worked with Burger King because we had content for kids' meals, Wendy's. Um, we had programs. We secured programs not just with Cranium, but with multiple books and games for hotels. So when parents would go and stay at a hotel, they could call down to the front desk and get board games and books for their kids to entertain their kids while they were staying. Um, these programs tended to start small where we would do some kind of digital campaign or exchange of content. And then they would grow larger and larger and larger until you would go to some hotel rooms and there would be signage for the games and partnerships that we were creating at the hotel. Um, we would do media campaign and ad buys where both partners were promoting and it would evolve into something much larger. So that's partner marketing. That's awesome. It really is. How have you worked at creating the relationships that you have with your clients? That's a great question. Originally, when we started, because the clients were friends of ours, we we developed these relationships. We um, would basically go out and get the partners that they wanted. So Cradium Games said, we would love a cereal. And we would love juice boxes and we would love to get with a hotel. And so I would just make it happen. And as we started to secure more and more clients and grow our business, we realized not everybody knows who their target consumer is. And not everybody knows, they think they know who they want to work with and who they want to partner with, but they're, they don't really know because when we do a, a partnership, we're putting two brands together, but the brands aren't dating, the consumer is. So we started a new process, which has evolved throughout the years where um, now when we bring on a client, we do a strategy session. Uh, we use AI and technology to go out and do research on, on both parties, um, target consumer. We do social listening to find out where their target consumers are spending their time, their money, their energy, what they're interested in to make sure that the programs when we put it together really align. Um, partnerships are really unique. It's not an ad buy. So a partnership in order for it to be, to be really effective, it has to be a true partnership. And we define a true partnership by both companies um, participating and being generous. And in order for them to be generous, they have to really understand what the other company is looking to uh, win from that partnership. So we will bring brands together, but if you have the data on the consumer, it makes it so much easier because we can show them why it would work and why the consumer would love to see this partnership prior to even putting the whole program together. Wow, that's awesome. You mentioned yeah. earlier about surrounding yourself with ambitious women and like-minded business moms and things like that. How do you feel that that has helped you grow? Oh, my, I, I think it's, I think it is the answer, at least for me. I don't know about all women, but for me, I work better when I'm being pushed. And when I moved to Columbus, I struggled a little bit because I didn't have my girls. I didn't have my team. I didn't have my tribe like I did when I was at Disney and Fox. 
so I started meeting a couple people and I would joke with these women that were business owners. We need our, where are all the ambitious women? We need, we need our people. And so we started a, a little group called Ambitio, which is Latin for ambition. And the only two ingredients to get invited to one of our meetings, which is usually around cocktails and food, is to be ambitious and generous. And if you're ambitious and generous and you live in our area, we invite you. And it, it turned out to be this the most magnificent group of women, mostly business owners, a lot of um, people who work on boards of nonprofits, um, you know, some moms who are just really kind of changing the way they're doing things at school. A lot of women who started out as moms and now are running for office. Like it is an incredible group of ambitious women. And it has grown over the past couple of years so large. Now we have a Facebook page, we have LinkedIn, and we are starting to do uh, virtual calls where we speak with other women that are interested in participating, but they don't live in Columbus. So we're inviting them in and we're engaging with them and asking them how we can help, how we can introduce them to whomever they need in order for them to grow, if you will. Because I, I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for, you know, the giant's shoulders that I've stood on, right? That is the perfect way to wrap up this conversation. As we are closing out, Bridget, what do you want to leave our listeners with and how may they reach out to you? I guess what I would want to leave the listeners with is, you know, take risks. Don't be afraid. Be ambitious. And if there's anything I can do to help, please feel free to reach out. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Bridget Murphy, Envision Promotions, or you can reach out to me through our website, which is www.envisionp, that's www.envisionp.com. I really encourage you to reach out to Bridget. I'm so happy that you came and shared with us today. I really am. I love your story. It just goes to show you never know what you can do until you're doing it and how you can make a difference because Thanks. aligning, you know, companies and things like that, it, it is all about relationship marketing. It really is. So thank, thank you so you. much, Dory. You're uh, wonderful. Oh, you are so it was sweet. Lovely and talking with you. Right back at you. I really enjoyed this conversation. And for all of you tuning in, Thank you for being with us today. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. In 2017, Unsilenced Voices was formed to help survivors of domestic abuse and gender-based violence worldwide. The organization currently serves Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Ghana, and the USA. In 2022, Unsilenced Voices gifted over $33,000 to survivors in the USA. And in Sierra Leone, there are over 26 young girls 
who have been rescued from sex trafficking and domestic abuse and now going through vocational training school in order to better their lives. We need your help. Donations are critical in order for us to continue our work. We also need volunteers to help with research and development. Please visit unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. Check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. 